Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We're live and local this morning. I'm Jordan Miller. Thanks for listening. We're seeing a shortage of dairy farmers. Yeah, that's right, dairy farmers. And you don't want a shortage of that because how else would we get the delicious dairy products that we love and we all crave? Joining us right now is an industry expert, Phil Gruber. Phil, how are you this morning? Pretty good. Hey, thanks for taking the time to join us. What do we know about this dairy farmer shortage here in Ohio? Yeah, so USDA just released the numbers showing that the U.S. as a whole has dropped below 30,000 dairy farms in 2021. So 30,000, just a number, but still a big number, a round number. In the past year, Ohio has lost 125 dairies. That's about 7%. That's just slightly faster than the country as a whole and a little bit faster than Indiana and Pennsylvania. Wow. What's that mean? for Ohio and Pennsylvania and Indiana are surrounding states and our country as a whole to lose out on dairy farms and dairy products? Um, well, it's, it's interesting that while the number of dairy farms has fallen, it's actually fallen by half since 2006. We've lost half our dairy farms in 15 years. Wow. But actually over that time, milk production has increased by 24%. And that's uh, a, lot has, a lot of that has to do with the increasing efficiency of our dairy farms. What are the economic effects and the impacts that, that we could see without as many dairy farms? Um, well, one of the things, dairy farms do support a lot of support businesses, um, agribusinesses, the, the feed dealers, seed dealers, veterinarians in rural areas. Um, so as the, as the numbers of uh, dairy farms decline in a particular area, it can get to a point where there's just not enough to support, um, to support some of those businesses, and then the infrastructure is sort of frayed. Um, but I think in Ohio and Pennsylvania, we, we do see a lot, a lot of dairy farms in, in, in clusters um, and build around areas where that infrastructure still exists and is still going strong. And are we going to see a shortage of products on, on the shelves with not as many dairy farms or are the products still going to be high because the ones that are here, they're just producing more content, more product? Right. So when you go to Giant Eagle, when you go to Walmart, there should still be plenty of milk on the shelves. Um, and that does have to do with the, uh, the increasing efficiency and also the increasing scale of the of farms. The average dairy farm in Ohio has has slowly been growing. It's about 150 cows now. Um, that's still fairly modest. Um, but you do have in the western states like California, the average dairy farm has 1,400 cows. And uh, you may recall at the beginning of the pandemic, we had these issues with things going out of stock in the grocery store. Um, those really had that really had to do with the processing plants, uh, the dairy plants having to switch from serving these food service markets with 
um, you know, big tubs of cheese for restaurants, mm. and then having to switch to almost all retail demand. So there are just a lot of bottlenecks there. But those, those conditions are long gone, and there really shouldn't be any issues with getting milk in the store. What is the reason, though, that we've seen some of these dairy farms shut down? Is it because of the pandemic, or is it because there are people pushing our younger generation right now that college is the answer for everything, and they don't get to stay home, learn how to work on the farm, and take that over? Is Does that play a role in it? Um, there's a lot of things going on. Um, actually, the pandemic has not been as bad for farms as you might think. And a lot of that has to do with historic levels of federal aid that was given um, to farms in general and also to dairy farms. Um, as far as, uh, you know, education, that is something that has been talked about a lot in terms of preparing students. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people who want to be dairy farmers will actually go to college now to uh, Penn State or Ohio State, get a dairy science degree. Um, but there are, there are other challenges. Um, you know, there have been just some, some years of really bad milk prices. Uh, 2009 was a, knocked out a lot of farms. 2015 to 2020 was just an extended period of, of just oversupply in the industry and um, just challenges with prices. And at that time, the government safety net was poorly designed, so it wasn't helping a lot. Now, that has been taken care of, and uh, dairy farmers have some options, some pretty good options now to uh, manage their price risk. Oh, well, that's interesting. I didn't realize that we had dairy farmers or people who wanted to be future dairy farmers going to college for it. Has that been around a while where people can go get a dairy science degree? Yeah, that's uh, that's something that's been there. Um, I think the the college-educated farmer is something that, you know, has been growing. Um, you know, just being a, a dairy farmer does take a lot of different skills in, in addition to just, like, understanding um, how cows work, uh, how they produce milk. You think about producing crops in the field. There's um, marketing strategies. There's an environmental side to all of this, managing employees. So there, there really are uh, a lot of things that go into you know, managing a farm as a business and as an ecosystem. Yeah. Is there a solution to this? Um, yeah, I mean, there are, there are well, for, for first, there are some, uh, some bright spots that, you know, we, we know that milk drinking has been declining for a long time. But interestingly, overall dairy consumption is growing. And that's because we're eating a lot more dairy, cheese, ice cream, all that stuff, um, that's, that's growing. And uh, we, in the past 20 to 25 years, we've seen a, uh, a really strong growth in our export market. The U.S. wasn't always a big exporter of dairy, but now we export roughly 20% of what we produce. Mm. So, you know, that's, that's providing a big boost uh, to our markets. Yeah, well, it's important, and you you got to support your farmers. You, you got to support the local farms and the dairy in your neighborhood. And I I think people can sometimes forget that. And it's 
just because maybe you can't purchase milk or cheese from your, the farm right down the road from you, you can still support them in other ways by going there, maybe if they're at a farm farmer's market and purchasing another product. I appreciate it, Phil. Is there anything else that you think is important that uh, my listeners should know? Yeah, I'll mention two things. Um, one, you know, just because of, we hate to see farms leaving dairy, of course, but just because a farm leaves the dairy industry doesn't mean that it's going to turn into a housing development. A lot of these farms, they're still going to be producing, uh, you know, their grain crops as before. They might go into beef. There's opportunities in poultry and vegetables. Um, so really the dairy industry is not dying. It's just changing. And, you know, no matter where you get your milk, whether it's the supermarket, whether it's farmer's markets, farm stands, um, almost any farm that you – almost every dairy farm in Ohio in the U.S. is a family farm. And uh, I think people would just want to know you're just going to be supporting family farms no matter where you go. Yeah, it's important to support the, the family farms and the local farms in your area. Phil Gruber, I appreciate you coming on today. Yep, thank you. I'm so glad I found this radio station. Canton's Morning News, live and local with Jordan Miller and the Kenny and JT Show. I like that it's local. Local issues and community information. This is the right place. News Talk 1480 WHBC. This is the right place.